welcome to the Less Stressed Family Podcast, where we believe you are valuable and what you do matters. This is episode five. I am Shauna. <laughs> I am Justin. How are you, honey? I am great. How are you today? Good. You feeling better? Yes. You look great. Thank you. Feeling much, much better. Yes. So, I'm excited. I know you are. You have been wanting to discuss this. So our topic today is being proactive versus reactive. Yes. This is, for me, a huge... It's almost my first question I ask myself. When I'm in a situation, I'm starting to feel stressed. When I ask myself, am I being, have I been proactive about this or am I reacting? Um, that's really big for me. Yes. I'd say probably out of the different tools that we have... Probably after being thankful and having that <laughs> gratitude, that this would probably be the second most important yeah, tool. Maybe, yeah, because it In sets you up. Reducing you up. your stress. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Because yeah. it's another internal tool. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's well said. Good. So, what do we mean by proactive? Let's define our terms and reactive. What do you think? What does that mean to you? Okay, so to me, because <laughs> we didn't talk about this, but <laughs> to me, being proactive means thinking ahead. And making conscious choices versus mm -hmm. just letting life happen and I'm responding to it. Yeah, totally. So for me, when I'm proactive, it's not that I have all the answers or that I've trained for all the answers, right? It's not that I am ready for every situation, but at least I have a plan and I'm moving in a direction. Reactive for me is total stress bomb <laughs> because I'm only responding to other people's or other things in my life right which you have to respond so it's it's but living that lifestyle when i'm only responding and not being thinking of my own yes for me big deal yes <laughs> which makes me think of a story okay yeah please tell <laughs> so we were foster parents for about five or six years and we had only teenage girls and, you know, nobody gets into foster care because they've had a great life. And so these were people who Are you had... talking about the foster parents or the foster kids? <laughs> <laughs> but it's Both. a hard choice to be a foster parent. But for foster children, like, they have been dealt a very hard hand in life. And so mm -hmm. some of their choices are not fantastic, but they're just operating out of that brokenness. Yeah. But the story that came to mind was um, we had actually been reading through some different parenting books. So Love and Logic, we'll probably do a whole episode on it. Fantastic parenting material. But the idea is that you allow the child to experience the consequences of whatever choices they make. Like you honor that they made that choice, and so you're going to allow them to experience that consequence. So we had been reading this book as a proactive step. Like we know we're now parenting uh, teenagers, not just our biological children who were only toddlers and preschoolers at right. the time. And because we felt completely overwhelmed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you don't get proactive until you're like, oh, I can wing this. And then at some point in your life, you're like, oh, crap, I can't. Right. <laughs> I right. need help. And we so, were like, whoa, <laughs> we are over our heads. We don't know what we're doing. Right. That kind of place. So we were seeking answers. So you recognize <laughs> that you need help and you start seeking those. Right. That's proactive, I think. So, Hitting that way. So we had... <laughs> I'll let you finish your story. Sorry. Thanks, honey. Um, we had started... We had read this book on specifically parenting teenagers. And it gave all of these different scenarios and examples. And like, so... what would you do What if... would you do if, you know, like your kid continuously forgets their homework and is always calling from school? What would you do if... 
you know, your kid's not doing their chores. How are you going to handle that? Real life situations. From like simple to like, what are you going to do when the police come to your door? Or right. Or your child's exactly. pregnant or, you know, those kind of things. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so we had talked through, not only had we read it, but we had discussed it as a couple. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think about this? What, you know, how would you handle this situation? And so we had gone through all kinds of different scenarios. Fast forward one day, I'm shopping. Actually, I don't think I had any little people with me that day, which no. was a blessing. Mm-hmm. But I did have t- uh, our two foster daughters with us, with me. And so they were shopping in one part of Walmart, like looking at hair dye or whatever, while I was doing grocery shopping. And so then I'm in the checkout lane with a huge buggy of food because we just had lots of mouths to feed even at that point. And I heard my name on the overhead speaker. Before that, the Lord basically told you you had the thought beforehand. Yes. (laughs) You were in Walmart. (laughs) The Holy Spirit had kind of given me like the heads up that what would I do today if um, our foster daughter stole something? And I was like, I felt bad that I even had that thought. Like I was condemning (laughs) myself. I was like, why would I even have that thought? I need to have more belief in them Anyway, so then I'm in line, and I'm checking out this huge buggy of groceries. My name's on the overhead. You know, Shauna Wood, please come to the service counter. And I just start singing praise songs, like, you know, really quietly in my head. Because you're a sick person. (laughs) Because I was like, you know what? I think it's game on. But we've already discussed how we would handle this situation. So I'm just going to stay in a really positive, high-energy place for myself. Anyway, long story short, went and went to the service counter and was told to go to the security office. Went to the security office, and there they were. And they had both been caught shoplifting. And we had discussed that we would honor their choice if they decided (laughs) to do that. And so what that means is that I said, well, if this is what they want to do, then let's let them experience those consequences. Even though they were minors, I could have just said, okay, I'll take them from here. And the police would have handed them to me. But I didn't. And so they went and they got to be booked and they got to be fingerprinted and they got to experience all of that at the police station. And the police officer had actually even pulled me aside. He was like, listen, (laughs) we are understaffed. And like, if you could just deal with this situation... And I had told him, I was like, I need you to let them experience this. And I will drop off my groceries and I'll come right over. Like, I won't leave them there very long. But they need to understand what this feels like. So anyway, so we long did story yeah. short, that's <laughs> what did I that. did. They didn't speak to me. The girls didn't speak to me for days because yeah, yeah. they were so ticked off. Oh, and we were crushed. I mean, we oh, cried. Yeah. We cried. But we didn't I mean, let them we, see it. Yeah, we... we <laughs> We tried to share, but I mean, like, we weren't, we were not like, oh, good, they got in trouble. We were devastated. I remember feeling just complete failure. You know, I felt complete failure. Actually, the store manager gave me a hug. (laughs) When I shut the door, I was like crying. And she said, they said you would be really upset. Um, So anyway, but what was a super stressful situation was not as stressful because we had already decided this is how we're going to handle the situation. Right. So I wasn't trying to think when I had high emotions. Yeah. It had already been decided. Yes. So that's what, that's, you know, kind of a dramatic example. Mm-hmm. But anytime 
um, we can plan for an event before it happens, that's going to decrease your stress level when you're actually walking through that event. Right. So the problem of reactive life, reactive living, is that basically everyone else is responsible for you. And a lot of times you don't take responsibility for yourself. Do you think that's pretty accurate? I think that that's fair. I feel like it's a reactive lifestyle is like kissing cousins with <laughs> entitlement because it's I'm not going to take responsibility to create a plan or take action. I'm just going to let things happen and I'm just going to blame a lot of other people and expect them to figure out the solution. Right, which I think like a lot of social media in our society is very reactive to everything. Yes. They've the president or the senators or fill in the blank those people are the problem. <laughs> and right. if they didn't have this, you know, if the, if the whoever wasn't there, the president or whoever, the senator, wasn't there as the problem, someone else would still be the problem right. in the reactive worldview. You know what I mean? Right. And the problem with the reactive worldview and with entitlement and with irresponsibility is that it actually increases someone's internal stress. Yes. Because they are choosing not to have any control. Right. They're choosing that everyone else should be in control of the situation, mm -hmm. um, which for a human to have to feel no control in a situation is extremely stressful. Yes, I have been there many times where you, you know, whether I didn't plan for it or whatever. So the solution to being not reactive is to be proactive. Right. And so <laughs> the steps for that is basically it starts out with deciding, well, what do you want? And after you figure out what it is that you want, then you're going to, you know, figure out what are some steps that will take you in that general direction. And when we say want, we're not talking like the big floaty things out in the sky that your vision, you know, we're not talking about those like life vision, although you should be doing something like that. We'll, we'll talk about that in another podcast. Right. We're talking about like, what do you want your day to look like tomorrow, right. <laughs> tomorrow morning when you wake up in the morning? Right. If you know you've been having trouble running late or the kid's an issue, start to build a plan to work toward that solution, right? Right. That's what we're talking about when you want. Right. Like, we're talking real practical. Like, what do you want? Well, I'd like a million dollars. No, we're, I mean, you know, right. that's great. You should right. build right. that way. Put that on your vision board. <laughs> exactly. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about your want is when I wake up in the morning, what should, what are the problems, what are the bottlenecks that I face that I have been reacting to that cause me stress? Right. And you'll be amazed. Once you start implementing those small changes, which we're going to talk about, I think, next episode, morning routines. Right, right, right. Absolutely. So thinking about things that, like, I'm going to take a step to move in this direction over the next 90 days. So mm -hmm. small chunks. So an example might be, you know, there was a phase in my life where I did not wake up until the first, like, toddler with peanut butter breath was face-to-face -face <laughs> -face with me, like, while I'm trying to sleep and I open my eyes and have that, like... <gasps> Here's a child like, mommy, I need this. And that was a stressful way to That's live. That's a rough way to wake up. So I wanted to wake up before my children. So just little steps that I could take so that I was not having that like <gasps> wake mm -hmm, up moment mm -hmm. every day. Which we found, I mean, there's morning routines and there's also, I'm going to queue up for next few episodes when evening routines. Right. Because if you can just get in those routines as best you can. Oh my goodness, it's You huge. talk about proactive like 
I'm a, you feel like champion of the world. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You really do. Absolutely. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so keep listening because we've got morning routines and evening routines coming up in the next several podcasts. Um, but to wrap up, you know, just asking yourself even the base question of am I really doing things in a proactive way or am I just reacting, particularly in areas that are causing you stress right and that's, now? I think that's the best way, smoke and fire. You say, well, where is the smoke of stress? And it leads you to the fire of some problem you've not really thought about or it's not working. What you thought would work is not work. So not working. So it's time to change and change gears. Yeah. Which we do. You have to do a lot of changing gears. Oh, yeah. Life is, life is constantly changing. So you have to constantly be changing, too. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in and hang out with us. Remember, you are valuable and what you do really does matter. You are also not alone. Connect with us and the rest of the Less Stress Family community on Facebook. Just search for Less Stress Family Podcast or on Instagram. You can search for our personal accounts. Mine is Shauna Cherie Wood. Justin Ray. Until next time, have a blessed day. Thank you.